Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. My name is John Fontaine and welcome back to the Fiqh of Love. Today we are joined with Sheikh Dr. Muhammad Salah. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. John, how are you? Yeah, alhamdulillah. And we want to continue with this great, most important series about the Fiqh of Love. So, Sheikh, throughout this series we've been discussing marriage, all the things that happen before marriage. And the last few episodes, we was actually speaking about the pursuit, mm -hmm. the pursuit of happiness, if you like, the pursuit of Absolutely. getting a good marriage. That's a good way to face yeah, it. Yeah, alhamdulillah. How this can actually help not only the family, but the whole community as an ummah, mm. picking the right spouse, being the right spouse as well. So today, when uh, some of, especially the younger ones, they, they have a proposal or maybe more than one proposal and they're undecided which way to go, who to choose. You know, they've asked about the individual, they've consulted their friends and family. You know, they've, they know as much as they can about the individual. What other means can one use to kind of find out who the best proposal would be? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala nabiyyi wa mustafa wa ba'd. That's a beautiful question to ask. Uh, and I think um, uh, we all, as Muslims, uh, need to learn the answer of this question because either uh, the viewers either singles who are uh, seeking life mates and looking forward to get married or parents who have children and they want to get them married or somebody's proposing to children so there's something really serious uh, the proper setup we spoke in the previous episode about uh, seeking the right spouse and we spoke about the importance of investigating the background, finding out from the neighbors, from the co-workers, from the colleagues, the imam of the masjid, the community, uh, not only about the person, but mm. also about the family uh, as well. Then there comes after that, one of the most important things, which is also a great grant and gift that Allah Almighty blessed this ummah with. It's a beautiful ibadah. And it is the greatest means of helping any Muslim to make up their mind and to make their final decision, which is istikhara. 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 As we know that uh, istikhara is a prayer and it's a sunnah. And istikhara is to seek the choice from Allah, to consult the Almighty Allah as which one shall I choose? If it is more than one, as you say. And uh, if it is only one, to consult Allah whether to accept or to refuse, whether to go ahead or to back off. Mm. So al-istikhara is uh, prescribed in a sound hadith collected by Imam Bukhari and in the of the hadith explain how serious, how important it is. When he said, Jabir ibn Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him and his father, he said that the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to teach us istikhara um, as he used to teach us one of the chapters of the Qur'an very mm. frequently, very mm. awfully. It's very serious. Mm. So he taught them, إِذَا هَمَّ أَحَدُكُمْ بِالْأَمْرِ Whenever any of you is about to make a decision. فَلْيَرْكَعْ رَكَعْتَيْنِ مِنْ غَيْرِ الْفَرِيضَةِ So let him offer two rakahs, and they shouldn't be any of the mandatory prayers, such as Fajr or mm. Jum'ah, two rakahs each. So Sunnah before Zuhr, Sunnah after Maghrib, Sunnah after Isha, mm. I can merge the intention of praying Istikhara along with offering the Sunnah. Mm. If I don't have any Sunnah, 
then it is prescribed to make an intention of praying two rak'ahs with an independent intention of consulting Allah Almighty by the end of the prayer. It's called istikhara because I seek the help of Allah in making the choice from al-khiyah or making the choice. Then the Prophet said, Then let him say, اللهم إني أستخيرك بعلمك وأستقدرك بقدرتك وأسألك من فضلك العظيم. So three praises in the beginning you praise the Almighty Allah with before you present your need. Oh Allah, I consult you through your knowledge. أستقدرك بقدرتك and I seek help in your power. وأسألك من فضلك العظيم and I ask you from your great bounty. فإنك تقدر ولا أقدر. Because indeed, you're able to do all things and I have no power. You have strength and I don't have any strength. You know everything and I have no knowledge. Uh, and you're able to do all things. So please, I'm consulting you and give me the right choice. Oh Allah, now you are about, if you are a male and looking forward to marry this girl. Uh, you made your inquiry, investigations, and you asked about the family, the background, and the goal, and the data you collected is all positive. Then, before knocking on the door, before proceeding on, offer those two rakahs and recite the following supplication. Then you say, Oh Allah, if you know that this matter or this choice mm. is going to be better for me, I'm going to take this woman as a wife. Mm. It's going to be better for me in respect of this dunya and in respect of the hereafter. Then make mm -hmm. it easy for me and facilitate this whole process. Mm -hmm. And if you know in your knowledge of the unseen, in your infinite knowledge, that this choice is bad for me in respect of my worldly life and my hereafter, then So take it away from me and take me away from it. So this is really having a lot, so much trust in Allah. You know, and really seeking his knowledge about the unseen. Istikhara yeah. is all about submission. Mm. Because look, you may have a desire or mm. urge or tendency or likening that person. Mm. But you say, in respect of all of that, I trust Allah and I submit my will to the will of Allah. I let Allah choose for me. Choose for me something which is going to last with me forever. Mm. So... Take it away from me and take me away from it. If you know that this is going to be bad for me, I have no clue about the future, you know better. So, and decide for me whatever is good for me, wherever it may be at. Then make me pleased and happy with it. This is a very comprehensive supplication. It's not only about, oh Allah, make it easy for me to find the right choice. No. Number one, if you know, and you know best, that this choice is going to be good for me in respect of the dunya, my worldly life, my uh, worldly affairs, in respect of having wife, children, grandchildren, lasting the, the marriage, uh, enjoying my uh, marriage life, and also in the hereafter, mm -hmm. she's going to be a good spouse for me, she would help me to be safe, to enter paradise, then make it easy for me, pave the road towards marrying this woman. But if you know otherwise, then turn it away from me and take me away from it and decide for me what is better, what is best, whatever it may be at, and make me happy with it. This dua is a very fascinating supplication. 
The first question that people would ask when to recite the supplication, before or after the prayer. Mm. The vast majority of the fuqaha, like Imam Abu Hanifa, or Shafi'i, or Malik, or Ahmad, are of the view that the supplication should be recited after you finish the two rak'ahs, mm. then you raise your hands, and you praise Allah, and you supplicate. Mm. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah suggested that it is better to recite it after you recite the tashahud. Okay. Uh, and you say, innaka hamidun majid, then you start, Allahumma inni astakhiruka before making taslim. Mm. Then you make taslim afterward. Um, the Prophet وسلم, already answered that question which many people will follow up and ask, uh, well, when exactly is it prescribed to pray istikhara? Mm. At one point, mm. like, Shall I wait until I go and I propose to her? Mm. I see her, then if I like her, I will pray istikhara. Or before I pursue the uh, person or knock on their door or talk to her family, mm. uh, at least it's better before making a scene and talking about it. Likewise for the girl, shall I pray istikhara soon as I receive a proposal? Mm. Or we pray istikhara because somebody said that somebody is interested and he is interested in visiting you shall i pray istikhara before shall i wait until i see the person then i decide mm -hmm. the term hamma hamma is different than azama azama you've already made up your mind you decided mm -hmm. so there is no point of praying istikhara mm -hmm. because you become determined mm -hmm. you made the plans so it's like you know something rituals that you're doing it you just need some sort of blessings mm -hmm. But Hamma, you're thinking about it. I want to talk to you about your sister. I don't know, so I pray two rak'ahs, and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, if you know that uh, so-and-so's sister is good for me to take her as a wife, make it easy for me. Okay, then I found it um, easy to talk to you and visit with you. Then we came and we visited with the sister, mm -hmm. and we talked to her. It's perfectly okay to pray mm -hmm. istikhara again. Afterward, in order to feel certain. You know, sometimes, Sheikh, some people, maybe they're given some sort of sign that it's not the right thing. So they still keep praying istikara, trying to, trying to get signs for what their, their desires want. Well, uh, there is nothing wrong with repeating the istikara. Mm. You can keep praying istikara more than once until you find your heart and the tendency towards one of the choices mm. okay until you come to the final conclusion mm. but what is not right is that you've already made up your mind mm. or your heart is totally inclined towards that person like you know you're saying that if i don't marry that person i would kill myself mm. then uh, you want to pray istikhara how good is it <laughs> it doesn't make any sense mm. so if there is hawa if there is a desire and if mm. there is hub remember the hadith mm. Whenever you're already in love, uh, no matter what you say, no matter what people tell you of negative stuff in order to ward you off and make you change your mind, no matter how many bad things you see by your own eyes, but you're neglecting all of them. Likewise, when the person is in love and he's already inclined towards that person, whether to marry her or she wants to accept the proposal of that person and marry him, yeah. So in this case, praying istikhara will be uh, ineffective. 
of no use. Why? Because al-istikhara is prescribed whenever you're undecided. Okay. So it's before you've actually made that final decision and you're, you know, where you kind of, you're not sure whether it's the right thing or not. Yes, you're not sure. You collected a lot of data and you heard a lot of good things. But again, you're not going to make the decision without two things, istishara and istikhara. So you do your homework first. You have to do your homework, you know, ask the questions, do your research. Um, and then uh, as a last result, if you like, you're now approaching Allah and asking Allah. You know, John, why there is a rise in the divorce rate worldwide? Because people, when they like uh, others, when somebody likes another person, they just uh, want to get married mm. without uh, investigating, without mm. uh, making mashura, consulting mm. people, elders, experts, and uh, without studying what are the rights versus their duties mm. and without fully agreeing to everything mm. including stipulating mm. conditions and ask questions Inshallah. and without consulting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so yeah, they just want to get married I like yeah. him I like her they get married and a couple months later they get divorced mm. when a person follows the sequence which we've been talking about for the previous uh, 10 mm. episodes this marriage is more likely to last mm. And not just will last in this dunya, last inshallah in, in paradise as well. Why? Inshallah. Because it was established on piety, mm. on righteousness. It was mm. established on following the guidance of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Jazakallah khair, Shaykh, subhanAllah, very eye-opening. Speaking about istikara, using istikara as a means to help you with your decision. Those of you at home, we're just going to take a very short break. We'll be right back after the break. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi My name is John Fontaine and welcome back to the Fiqh of Love. Assalamu alaikum Shaykh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Before the break we were speaking about istikhara and you know when to do it, when to use it, etc. And I have a few more questions about this because Shaykh, there's a lot of misconceptions re regarding the istikhara. SubhanAllah. You know, what sort of mistakes do you see people making when it, and, and sort of misconceptions regarding istikhara? Yeah, um, in the mind of many people, istikhara, once they pray, they should go back to sleep. Uh, or they pray istikhara right before going to sleep or going to bed because they anticipate seeing a sign. Like that a dream them, or something. Yeah, or like yeah. a dream or some sort of inspiration. Mm -hmm. that, that is not necessarily true. The outcome of istikhara and the result of istikhara is what we call it al-insharah. To find your heart is inclined towards what Allah chooses for you. Mm -hmm. And He facilitates what is good uh, for you. Mm -hmm. So you propose and the family are happy with you. And they make it easy for you. And they say... Um, Sure, inshallah, you're a good person. Give us a couple of days. Uh, we'll pray istikhara too and we'll get back to you. So they get back to you and they say, yes, we agreed. Why don't you come over to speak about the details? That is actually the result of uh, istikhara. Hmm. Uh, the girl uh, prays istikhara whenever the person proposes to her. 
many times people call others and say, can you pray istikhara on my behalf? I'm not too good to pray istikhara. Everyone should pray istikhara. Mm. Every one of you, every mm. one of you. And it's not only about marriage, but now since we're talking about making that very serious decision, then istikhara is very crucial. Mm. So, so the sign is more that it, it would be, it would become easy. Yes. That, that route would be facilitating easy. that choice yeah. for you is the outcome of istikhara. Mm. So you should uh, obviously, mm. if you pray it properly, if you pray it during mm. the right time before you're making the decision, mm. and you're totally undecided. Mm. Okay. So, so um, you know, some people do expect to see dreams. Is it possible that someone could have a dream? About Absolutely, it, it yeah. may happen. Yeah. It may happen. But mm. what I'm trying to tell people. Do not just rely on that. What mm. if you don't see dreams? Say, well, I have to pray again and again and again. Mm. And they're just waiting on seeing the dream to make the decision. Otherwise, they will not decide. Mm. That is not true. SubhanAllah. So, SubhanAllah, so the whole thing would just become, inshallah, easy. Easy for that. But, so but the right order also is important. Mm. Yani, we spoke mm. about the process of the investigation. Yes. If you want to phrase it this way. Yeah. to find out more about the person. Mm. And finding out is actually uh, something should be done before istikhara. So this should, before the istikhara, yes. you should do all your so research. So the order is to find out mm. about the girl, about the family. If you don't have mm. accurate information, if you do not know them before. Likewise, when the girl receives a, um, a proposal, so her guardian and the family will do their homework and will uh, investigate the background of that person. Mm. Okay. Sometimes a person looks very sweet and he talks very sweet and he says mm. very uh, good things about himself. He speaks very high about himself. Mm. But um, that is not necessarily true. So I got to do my homework and find out about the person, about his family and mm. verify whatever he said, whether it's true or not. Uh, some people, when they propose, they say, I'm an engineer. I'm a dentist. I'm a lawyer. I have a PhD. He doesn't even have a, a high school diploma. They just know how to talk. So after the investigation, mm. there's something called mashura. Mm. Mashura or istishara when you consult people of experience. Every mm. family has some very wise people whom mm. people normally resort to in order to seek their advices. Mm. So istishara is also advised before istikhara. Okay. Before istikhara. Especially when the person, alhamdulillah, is undecided. Mm. This is what Imam Nawawi, may Allah have mercy on him, said. Uh, then afterward, you pray the istikhara. Okay. All of that, most definitely before making the decision. Before either making the proposal or accepting mm. the proposal. Sheikh, you know, if, if, if you know that somebody's not a good Muslim, you know, you know it's not a good choice for you, should you still do istikhara? Well, the condition of... Um, Making istikhara effective mm. and actually offering the istikhara prayer is that it must be offered concerning something legitimate, mm. something halal. Travel or not to travel, mm. to marry or not to marry, a good person obviously, to do business mm. with this guy or not, to marry this car or that house or not to, I'm sorry, to buy that car, <laughs> mm. that house or not to buy it. But somebody is making istikhara to spend a vacation in Las Vegas. Mm. and to check out mm. the casinos. No istikhara there. Mm. Somebody mm. is making istikhara, you receive the proposal. Uh, you figured out that the guy from the investigation, that, that the guy never sits a foot in the masjid. Mm. Uh, you pray istikhara, 
Are you for real? Are you joking? There is no istikhara. Because Allah from the beginning told you not to marry that person. Mm. Not to mm. marry that person. So when you know the person is not a good Muslim, is mm. not a practicing Muslim, it is not permissible to pray istikhara in his regard or in her regard. Mm. Because Allah has advised us mm. not to marry that person. Mm. Okay? So, so some people say, they ask if you can actually ask, ask somebody else to make istikhara for you. Is this permissible? Well, I'm glad you asked this question. Mm. Because if you have asked this question earlier, I would say wait until we speak about istikhara. Mm. As we discussed and explained the outcome of istikhara, and it's all about feeling mm. and uh, finding things going easy in that direction or in that path. Who will find out on your behalf? Mm. Who would actually have that feeling in his or her heart? He would say, subhanallah, you know, this guy in the beginning, I was kind of skeptical. But subhanallah, now I feel like uh, I like him. Mm. I feel like he's a good guy. I feel things are going easy in that direction, in mm. the direction of getting married. So if I ask my friend, my colleague, or you call the sheikh on television and say, sheikh, somebody is proposing to me, mashallah, can you pray istikhara for me? Mm. You wire some money for somebody to pray istikhara for you. All of that is invalid. Mm. Because the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, you see, the hadith is very simple, very simple, mm. but it's very precise. Whenever any of you is about to do anything, and before you decide, go ahead and pray mm. the two rakas. Who would pray mm. it on your behalf? Mm. None. Shaykh. You pray for yourself. Mm. The person who is concerned about this choice is the one who should offer the istikhara prayer. Sheikh, I've actually witnessed this in, in some communities where so-called sheikhs are actually receiving payment uh, to pray for the person or pray or do istikhara, istikhara for them. Is this permissible? No. Making istikhara, as I said, making istikhara on behalf of others uh, is not prescribed. But making dua for others, yes, it is prescribed. If you assume this person is a righteous person, Mm. And his dua is more likely to be accepted. It's okay to ask John, John, I'm about to make a very serious decision in my life. Would you please make dua for me? Mm. Ask Allah to make it easy mm. for me to make the right decision. Is that permissible? Mm. That is permissible. I want permissible to send them an invoice afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> now what I'm going to advise is, I'm going to advise not to encourage such people to take this as a job or a source of income so that they recite ruqya over the phone and wire that much money. Mm. Uh, make dua for me and they wire so much money. Mm. So in the mind of many people that those shiuch and the scholars are surviving on the halwa, the sweet that, that is given to them from here and there. No. The person who is learning, seeking knowledge and has become a scholar should be an honorable person. Mm should be teaching people and benefiting them. If you have a job and you have a source of income which is sufficient for you, alhamdulillah, but you should not take making dua and praying for others as a source of income. SubhanAllah. So is there any, any more advice you can give in terms of preparing for the istikhara? You know, uh, I know we spoke about the, the best time, but what time of the day would you would you recommend to do it this? It doesn't matter, daytime, mm. nighttime, as long as it is sunnah. Mm. And obviously, if it is not pressing, then mm. avoid praying istikhara during the three times which are mm. known as awqatul karaha, mm. uh, after yeah. fajr until sunrise. 
and after Asr until uh, sunset and 15 minutes before uh, the Zawal or before Zuhr time. Uh, then any time you pray Tahajjud, you pray two rak'ahs and you make Istikhara, uh, fine. That is perfectly fine. The person must actually exert an effort to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I'm really undecided. And a, a very important question, which is, that what if I pay Istikhara before I pursue this girl in marriage? Then after I uh, proposed to her, I found out a lot of things which made me change my mind. Can I pray Istikhara again? Absolutely. Mm. You can pray Istikhara again. Okay? Mm. And this Istikhara will be concerning, shall I resume this relationship or shall we mm. break up? Mm. Shall I marry this girl mm. or not? Likewise with the girl. Uh, separation in this stage is a lot easier mm. and much lesser damage than obviously after mm. processing the marriage mm. contract. And even within marriage as well, would you recommend, you know, if you are going through difficulties? In, in case of separation everything. or divorce or call, yes, mm. that's a serious decision. You know, mm. consulting those who are experts, mm. psychologists, Muslim psychologists, mm. uh, family counselors, mm. and then pray istikhara. Mm. Everyone have different conditions from others. Mm. Sometimes a person, like the, the, either the guy uh, who wants to marry, all of a sudden he's been looking for a whole year and nothing looks uh, positive on the screen. Then he mm. all of a sudden found three, four girls. Mm. How many istikhara does he have to pray? Or one for all? One per each. Likewise, whenever mm. the girl receives multiple proposals, mm. one per each. Okay, Jazakallah khair, subhanAllah. Great advice there, learning about the istikhara and uh, all the benefits of that. Sheikh, that's all we have time for today. So Jazakallah khair, thank you for uh, joining us again. Thank you, John. And for those of you at home, I hope you got gained some benefit from this. Please make the most of the istikhara. You know, if you don't have the dua, um, you can actually get it in the fortress of a Muslim. This is a well-known dua which you can actually learn and practice. And inshallah, may Allah make it easy for you and help you on your journey. Join us next time for another episode of the Fiqh of Love. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.